You got the fucking glasses off. Yeah. Yeah, my eyes are... You're looking real slick. <laughs> slick. I have tetragenetic. I remember when you used to wear no glasses. Yeah. Back yeah. in those old days. Looks like the room's on fire with no glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, are we, are we doing something right now? Yep. All right. So I got the, the Wikipedia thing. Well, um, this is our, our premiere, our pilot episode is what they call them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pilot, yeah. Fucking yep, yep, yep. Nothing else other than that. Uh, strangely enough, it wasn't our actual first, our first episode. <laughs> oh no, we did a bunch of other just digging around stuff, kind of got the feel for it, and this is our legitimate serious pilot. Yeah, now we have like an actual spot set up. and. Uh, oh yeah, wow, so fancy. And we have some, some real topics to talk about. Oh, well, singular this time. It'll be a good one. Yeah. So, um... The, we, the, the man. man. The legend. <laughs> Stephen King. Woot, 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 woot. This is a guy we both kind of know a lot about. I've read a lot of Stephen King. I don't know his story very well. I, I've, um... What I know from him is I, like, picked up his, uh... On writing book. Read that. Really good. Um... Like, uh, what do you call it? Um... When you dialogue, a real like dialogue on, um... yeah, he's a good yeah. Everything he writes, I enjoy. Yeah, he's just a good writer. He understands what makes a book a good book. Mm-hmm. Or he's definitely he's, he's uh, got it. He's a <laughs> definitely. Um, I like him a lot. He's a cool, cool dude. So I don't uh, think we even need this. We can just talk about him. Fuck. You want to just talk about him? Hell yeah. Well, um, you've read on writing, so you know more about his life than I do. Yeah, but you said you've read it, too. I read it years ago, mm. when I was like 10. Because <laughs> I was oh the coolest kid in school. <laughs> so I don't know his story at all. I read it recently. I know about the, thing the, is, the van thing. I d- you don't know? I know about the van. Oh, I don't know. That's where I I don't know about. Um, so, like, I read up to... Basically, because I got it, because um, I was like, you know, I could... Maybe learn something from this book or whatever, because I've I've seen a lot of other books that are like learn how to write a book, and it's like uh, yeah, yeah know, written by a world's least selling author <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Doctor like, Seuss, and like uh, especially after it, um, I went with with Eric to see it. It was great. Oh yeah, so good. Uh, mm, rustled my Jimmy. It was like the first movie we saw together. Yeah, except then, for Emoji Movie. We didn't see Emoji Movie. Emoji Movie was after. Oh right, wasn't it? I don't know. Moji movie. We saw Moji movie in the theaters. <laughs> God ass. Why? I don't know why. I can't even talk about it later. <laughs> we'll do a whole podcast on the Moji movie. Our stories. Uh, maybe we did see it later. Uh, you could be right. Yeah, because it was definitely in school and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so we went and saw that. It was great. The theater was packed, obviously. We had, like, oh, yeah, he was one spooked boy. <laughs> I, I saw it when I was... Eight years old. I don't know. I was at my friend's house. We were we were little kids. Oops. Oh yeah, the TV series though. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different ball game. That's not even scary. Like the first original. Yeah. 1988. 88. I think it was 88. I don't know. That's when the thing was. But broken. that's not scary. That's just more like here's the story we're telling it. But when you're eight years old and there's like freaky little clown dude <laughs> fucking killing people. Georgie. Yeah. Yeah, I think the part that like scared me the most was right at the very beginning when he like opens his mouth and he's got that row of teeth. 
Oh yeah. I need to fix this fucking chair. They did that way better in the movie. I think the teeth. Who had like actual like visible rows. Yeah. In the miniseries, he just had sharp teeth. Exactly. Like, oh, okay, he's a spooky clown. But in this one, we're like, he's not a physical entity. He's something else. Yeah. Yeah. But after the movie, I picked up the book. um, Which is so nice. The um, I'm talking about the on writing book, not the. Oh. I'm, I'm reading the the novel because Eric. It's so kind <laughs> to uh, give me. It's so me good. His. I've read it twice. So good. Mm. And you highlighted it, you bitch. Yeah. Fuck. Who highlights a goddamn? I book? read like I'm doing a police report. <laughs> I highlight, underline shit. Yeah. You think people highlight police reports? I don't know. I've read like enough. Blacklined them. Every police Redacted. report I've ever read has highlighted and underlined. <laughs> They're like doing their uh, essay on it. They're like stole some jewelry. Highlight. It still be important later in the story. <laughs> yeah, later. Um, but after the movie, I, I definitely started seeing a lot more Stephen King stuff. It kind of like opened my eyes. I was like, "Holy crap, Stephen King's a guy." Well, Stephen King. I'm gonna just talk about his history because I know a bit of it. Fuck, I gotta hit, stop. Amateur me. History by Eric Nielsen. <laughs> I know he started writing short stories for magazines. Yeah, that's how he started. And I know. I'll touch up on that later. Too. He was writing stories for like Playboy and stuff. <laughs> And he sure. wasn't getting paid a whole bunch. And then he made a whole book of short stories. And that did better. And then he started... I think his first book was Carrie. Yeah, he didn't do the whole book of short stories. His first published works was... was Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Because um, he wrote that in his sophomore year. Yeah. I believe. Um, Which is about, impressive. What I know about this, this story... Um, he was like 24 years old. And he had he had married his wife at this point. Uh, Tabitha. Tabitha. Tabitha? I always thought it was Tabitha. That is not a name of a human. Tabitha? It's Tabitha. Tabitha. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Tabitha? <laughs> God, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Tabitha. Um, and uh, he, like, wrote the first... He, I don't know what he said in the on writing. This is because I read it recently. Fuck, I gotta stop hitting the mic stand. Uh, <laughs> um, he, he basically was like, I want to write this story about a girl going through her period... Um, because he watched something, some TV thing about how, like, um, a, a short story or something or some sort of story where, and the, the main basis of it was that a girl going on their period was at, like, the height of their spiritual power or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's a Christian belief, too. Yeah, so he, he wrote on that, um, and he started off in, like, a girl's locker room, and then he started writing, and he's like, wait a minute, I don't know anything about a girl's locker room. This is stupid. And he, like, crumbled it up. And he said, when he got home the next day, his wife had, like, taken all the paper and like read through it took it out of the trash can yeah. he was like this is good what are you doing he's like <laughs> yeah it's good what if you actually no. read the book that's how it opens it's a bunch of naked chicks in the room and you're like I don't know if I should be reading this <laughs> and then she has her period and you're like I guess I don't know but yeah that's, uh, so the whole reason he like wrote that book was because uh, Tabitha was like yeah you're doing good and he's like okay yeah and then yeah, that one did pretty well. He uh, he sold like he he put it out there, and he said he kind of forgot about it after he put it out there. Oh yeah, yeah um, he was kind of because like, he didn't have a literary agent. He didn't uh, really know a lot about what was going on or like how the writing world. He just kind of threw it at some producer and was like, "Dude, yeah." Um, so as, as far as I know, as he said in a, on writing book, he like put it out there and he forgot about it. Um, and then some sometime like three months later maybe, he got a phone call all of a sudden. Um, 
And I believe he'd work something out, so he did have, like, sort of an agent. Yeah, he had a loose, because he was still doing the magazine thing. Yeah, yeah, he was still writing magazines and whatnot, um, which is a great way to start out as a, as a writer. Yeah. Um, that's why, like, I started doing, uh, I'm trying to write for magazines. Oh. Short story. <laughs> well. So astute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, like, I, I don't know, because I, I picked up the book, because I was like, well, I don't know a lot about literature and whatnot. And I, I guess I could know if he's got some sort of um, understanding of it, which he understands. Because that's how understandings works. <laughs> Woohoo! We did Real it! Real scholar here. Um, but yeah, he was like, what you gotta do is you sort of, you start small. And um, what he called the magazines was the um, the publisher's proving grounds. Yeah. So like, if you can get, if you can get your magazines out there yeah. and uh, published, then you have much a higher chance of getting like literary agent... And um, getting your book published. So he had, like, a few stuff published. Uh, not for a lot. Um, but he he had a literary agent, apparently, who he had only known for, like, two weeks or something. Oh, yeah. Because then he died. Yep. Um, but yep. then he got another one. Well, of course he got another one. He wasn't like, well, guess I'm done. <laughs> one and done. And um, that's when he got, like, the phone call about... Because uh, he wasn't really sure how much Carrie would sell for. And they sent it off to this other, like, publishing company. And um, they yeah. sold Carrie yeah. for, I think it was $250,000. Yeah. And he got... Um, a book that he wrote in his sophomore year. Basically, yeah. That's impressive. It was like 20, 23. One of my favorite things that he did is once he got pretty popular, he he went through this phase of like, if I write anything and they, I put Stephen King on it, they're going to read it. So what he did is he picked a pseudonym and it was Richard Bachman. And he wrote three books under that pseudonym. He wrote Running Man. He wrote The Long Walk. And there's one more. And Running Man and Long Walk are fucking awesome. <laughs> They're really, really good. And the other one clearly is. And the other one, I okay. can't even think of the name of. It might have been like Tommy Knockers or something. Tommy Knockers. That sounds you haven't heard about that one? No. It's not a great know. one. He said Tommy Knockers wasn't like his greatest work. No, he was right. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> He said uh, Tommy Knockers and uh, what was the other one about cars? Maximum Overdrive or something? Yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. He was like, Maximum Overdrive was a mistake. Yeah, but anyway, the Bachman books, they sold almost as well as Carrie did. Huh. If not a little bit better. So then he was finally like, okay, fine, you get me. I'm St- Richard Bachman is Stephen King. And then all of a sudden, all the Richard Bachman sales went through the roof. <laughs> Everyone bought the Richard Bachman shit as soon as he announced he was Richard Bachman. And then he was like, you're just proving my point. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, beep, beep, you got hit by a van. That was way, way later in his life. I don't... See, basically, in the on-writing thing, he alludes to it a lot. He's like, everything was going fine until that fucker in the white van hit me. Yeah. I was like, all right. I love how not subtle he is about it. Yeah. Like, most people are like, I've forgiven him, I understand. He's like, that fucking guy in the van. <laughs> Piece of shit. Well, because, like, I guess it ruined his, it sort of ruined his career because all of a sudden he couldn't write as well as he... It fucked him up for a while. At least two or three years. And his knee doesn't work anymore. He's complaining about how he couldn't play with his kids, which is fair. He still kind of limps. Yeah. He's like a turtle. He kind of just hobbles. He's, uh, he's great though. I like him. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a guy to to look up to. Well, other than like the, the part of the middle part of his life where he was like fucked up on drugs and alcohol. Oh, I didn't. I don't know about that. You didn't know about that? No. No, he was like super. Um, he was talking about it in his uh, on writing thing. 
obviously that's where yeah. most of it comes from because it is basically a biography and like a talk about writing um because i think what what he did was he wrote it and um he was like oh well it turns out my own writing piece is only like 40 pages so i gotta write more and he basically wrote his die uh his biography to fill up the first little bit i could Which, be wrong yeah. don't call me on it but that's the part i would read because i don't I guess I would read how to write good, but I don't. It's it's probably not got a lot to do. With, like, is he just talking about his biography is way more interesting to me than his writing tips. Yeah, because he talks about like what you should do in order to like improve your writing. And yeah, you I'm not the writer. I've yeah, come so, to accept this. Um, but the the first part he he talked about how um, his first uh, incident of like alcohol. He went on this trip to New York or something, and. Um, Oh. He got disconnected from the group. Oh. That... And then he, like, he started drinking a lot. Sounds like every anti-drug commercial in the 80s. <laughs> one kid gets separated, and they're like, come on, do a doobie, dude. Yeah. I don't, do a doobie. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go do a doobie? <laughs> he um, basically got super fucked up and then, like, went into a bunch of uh, people's rooms and and they were all just, like, laughing at him. And he was like, this is great. And he threw up. And he woke up in the middle of the hallway with his like professor that took him there. He was, like, professor he, that took know. him there. It might have. Well, it might have been in like the, his. I think it was his first year of university. So it was like. Can you imagine going to get fucked up with like your teacher though? That'd be so weird. Well, I guess he didn't go to get fucked up. No, they were they were going to do a, a thing. But if was, you wake up after a drunken stupor and the first face you see is like your principal, yeah, ugh. yeah, basically, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> So that happened, and he said something along the lines of, like, you better not drink ever again. And he was like, no, why would I want to drink? Drinking sucks. And he's like, anyway, 30, fast forward, or 20, 10 years, or whatever. And he's like, and now I'm an alcoholic. Yay. Fuck. Robert Downey Jr. did the exact same thing. Yeah. He got super fucked up for a long time. And then he's, he's like, clean. And now he's America's he? sweetheart. Yeah. His Iron Maiden. <laughs> um... But he he started drinking, and then he was saying that, like, he didn't think he ever had a drinking problem, and then he realized he'd just, like, pound down a, a six-pack of beer every night while he was writing. Yeah. And then he said he got, he got into this phase where he worried that um, the only way he could write was if he was, like, drunk yeah. or, or intoxicated or, yeah. or high. Cycle of addiction. Yeah. So he, that's what he thought for a while, and then he started, um, he said he got into cocaine for a while. I uh, I believe that fully. Yep. He's done. He did like hard stuff. Okay, I don't know if he ever did heroin. I think he was. Well, he writes about a lot of drug addicts. Yeah, like what like, he said. Um, Dark a lot Tower. of his book. Yeah. yeah, a lot of his books. He started realizing um, that's what what actually brought him to like becoming clean yeah, again. Yeah, he, he talks about that. Is like a realized. lot of the characters in his books reflect his own traits. Yeah, and he realized that. Uh, I don't remember what book exactly it was, but he realized um, that he was just writing about himself. Um, yeah, being uh, messed up and drunk and like and out of his mind, and then he said it really stopped when his his family had an intervention. His wife threatened to like leave if he didn't stop, oh, and his kids yeah. were there too. And One he was like, the, "Oh, okay." The Dark Tower, which is kind of like his magnum opus, great series of books. One of the main characters in that his name is Eddie, and he's ex heroin addict, and. Stephen King writes and describes how Eddie feels after dropping heroin, mm. and it's super in detail. So I feel like, yeah, probably he knows from experience. Yeah, Eddie is a real fucked up dude. 
But yeah, it's really good. You should read Dark Tower. I, I've been trying. I can't I, read multiple books at once. Yeah, I kind of have to. Because I get bored. I'm like, meh. <laughs> like, I'll probably start reading on writing and then finish Dark Tower book three. Because <laughs> I want to know his bio now. After we do this, I mean, like, I kind of got a grasp of it, but I want details. <laughs> details. Yeah, if you if anyone else is curious about it, all you have to do is get his, his book. It's a simple little book. Google them up? Yeah, Google them up. <laughs> There's only so much you can... I don't know, it's getting... Uh, I, I kind of realized that you can only Google up so much stuff. <laughs> Reading a book is so much more, like, tactile, and you can just learn so much more. Yeah, I... Yeah. I don't know. I it don't, might just be a me thing, because I'm too old. I feel school. like books have more, but I'm, like, the audiobook kind of guy, because I'm yeah. too busy with shit. That's fine. It's like a podcast. Yeah, you just... But, like, you, you Google something, and it's just super... Yeah, it's just some, down. some fat guy in his basement being like, and that's how you make the perfect potato salad. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, what's the point of this shit? And you don't know if it's, like, validated or not. You yeah. Can't really tell. You but, but if it's published, then, like, it went through some sort of process and it got to that point. Yeah. So. Anyone can put anything on the internet. You can't just put anything on the piece of paper and publish it. Yeah. It takes... Except for Fifty Shades of Grey. That's actual horseshit. Yeah, I don't know how, how the fuck that happens sometimes, but... Mm. Yeah, sometimes they're just like... It pisses me off. Ah, whatever, we're gonna close in 20 minutes. Sure, <laughs> you can have a book. Like, whoever thinks it, it's like, well, I've written a lot of fan fiction. I'm like, perfect, they're just what we need. That's how Twilight came to be. I know. It's, and That's it, exactly how Twilight uh, happened. It's just unfortunate. But then you got writers like Stephen King who... who uh, well, he doesn't say he writes, like, perfectly original stories, but he writes stories. One of the, my favorite things he did is Creep Show. I don't know if you've seen it. He ba- didn't I tell you about this? I think it was Romero that came to him. And he was like, I want to make your stories into a movie. George A. Romero. I don't know who that is. Legendary director. Okay. Sure. I really hope... I don't look at directors for some reason. I I mean to, but then I always forget. He's one of the best. What yeah. is this stuff he did? Uh, didn't he do Pulp Fiction? No, Tarantino. that's Tarantino. He did a lot of great stuff. I can't think of... Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Never... Never seen it. Uh, some, I'm know. not too into the movie. But anyway, so. yeah, he... He said, I want to make your stories in the movie. He went to Stephen King and he was like, okay, I'll write up a script for you. And oh, that's the one he took like only three weeks to And do. he was like, okay, um, when do you want the script? And Romero's like, I, 60 days? Oh no, Romero was like, uh, when can you give me the script? And quick as a flash, Stephen King went, 60 days. And then exactly 60 days later, he had the full script. And the cool thing about Creepshow is it had a lot of early actors that would come to be big, successful actors that were just... Starting out at the time. Yeah. Like a Ted Danson, hmm. who later went on to star in Cheers. Where everybody know. knows your name. It's a fun little show. There was uh, Steve Martin. Okay. He was in know. Naked Gun, Airplane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Don't Call Me Shirley. <laughs> that guy. Steve Martin's great. I love Steve. Isn't he like a oh, that's crazy Steve though? Martin. That's uh, Steve Nielsen. What's his name? Steve. That's not Steve Martin. Okay, go, go. Steve Martin's the mixed nuts guy. Three Show movies. me Steve Martin. It's not Steve Martin. God damn it. What's Steve that guy's Nielsen. name? Something Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. That's sure, his name. Steve no, don't play Steve Martin on YouTube. Google. It, yeah, it, Leslie uh, Nielsen is his name. I know because he has a brother, Eric Nielsen, which is my name. Wow. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Damn. He's great. He did Naked Gun, uh, Airplane. He's so great. Yeah. There's, what does he do now? I thought he got like a little bit fucked up. Who? Uh, Steve, or sorry, uh, Leslie Nielsen? Leslie, yeah. Is he even alive? I don't know, maybe he died. 
Are we going to have to do a Leslie Nielsen episode? Probably. <laughs> I hope so. I love it. He looks kind of like the... Yeah, but yeah, Creepshow 1 was awesome. And it had a lot of these upcoming actors that were just starting out at the time. There's more that I can't think of that I'm going to Google up right now because I want to be accurate. What does that mean, years active? It's how long he acted for. Oh, okay. Well, he died at the age of 84? Holy fuck. 84? I didn't know he was that old in 2010. God. Uh, yeah, damn. I told you. He's, he's born dead. in Saskatchewan. Yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on this one, obviously. What's the... Leslie... Um, oh, yeah, that's the other two guys I was thinking of. Uh, Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Who... Yeah, Ed Harris is a big famous guy now. Big famous. Uh, Hal like... Holbrook. He was really well-known at the time. Well, he wasn't well-known then. I think he was, actually, because he was an older man, about 40. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, Tom Savini... I, I don't even know who that is, but he played Garbage Man 2. Oh. <laughs> oh. And uh, Stephen King himself was in the movie. He played one of the characters in his stories. Huh. He played a character named Jordy Verrill. That's the kind of shit I want to do one day. Stephen King was you so know. awesome in Group Show because he played this country hick and just went like, <laughs> yup, the whole time. And they went to, and they were like, hey, Steve, you don't have to play this character this much. And he's like, fuck you, I wrote the script. And they were like, okay, good point. Like, that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be like, have the director come up to me and be like, hey, you know what, you can, and I'd be like, fuck you. I this wrote is my this shit. shit. Yeah. They'd be like, all right, I understand. Just like Bill in the movie It. That's like, uh, like, um, fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda in Hamilton. I don't know about Hamilton. We'll have to do it. He one wrote on it. Him. He wrote it. And then he played Hamilton, so. He basically, like, co-directed it, too. I know Lin-Manuel's done a lot of stuff, but yeah. we'll have to do him. Yeah. Uh, back to Stephen King, though. What um, else is there? I mean... Though, well, um, I was getting around to uh, Shawshank Redemption. That's what I was getting around to. Oh, yeah, his like, non-horror. God damn. Yeah, we should talk about that. His nomicore? His non-horror. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know too... What Really cool, uh, I haven't read it yet, but the new book he just wrote. Um, A Sleeping Beauties. Yeah, with he and his son. My mom son. says it's real, real good. Yeah, because he and his son wrote that one. Yeah. I always kind of like it when like the father and the, and the son write this stuff together. Uh, Tolkien had one... Uh, Tolkien's son recently published a book. Oh? Like, yeah. Um, I don't remember what it is. It's, um... Is it, like, similar genre? Kind of similar to The Similarian, but The Similarian was apparently not that great. Um, Stephen King himself said it was just a marble jam or something like that. (laughs) Stephen King, I love his reviews about shit. Because he's always... He's not, like, polite. Yeah, he's like the jarbled mess. He just tells you exactly how he feels. Yeah. If it's, it's shit, he'll tell you. If it's awesome, he'll tell you. Oh, another cool thing about that, the on-writing book just reminded me of that. Uh, his In the back of it, he's got like two pages of books that he'd recommend for people to read. It's like the oh. reading list. Yeah. Of like his favorite stuff um, that he likes reading. It's got some, some pretty good stuff. I picked up um, one of the books uh, Skeleton Crew, the foreword to that book. Isn't that in your room right now? No, it's in uh, Kelsey's house. So. Oh, I was going to say we could read a little bit of the foreword from that, because that's one of the best things he's ever written about. Really? Yeah. you got to read the foreword to his books. They're just as good as the book. Well, I read the, the foreword to it and all that. Yeah, that, that was good too. But yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of the times he's just like, I wrote a book. I don't know why or how it came to me, so buckle up, kids. Let's go. Yeah. He's not like most actors who are like, this tale takes place in 18 blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's great. I love him. He's just got this... this Easy go. Bless his little heart. Yeah, attitude. The one thing I don't understand, though, is how the fuck he let the Dark Tower movie happen. Well, there's some things that you have less control about, I guess. I would, if I wrote the Dark Tower and I saw that movie, I would be less than pleased. 
I actually want to see what Stephen King had to say on the Dark Tower. I'm gonna Google it up right now. Did he have any like say in it? Because sometimes they don't. Um, like, um, for example, you know that f- super bad Fantastic Four movie. Yep. The super super bad one. Yeah. Um, it was just called Fantastic. Uh, or actually, it was called Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the fucking mess that was. Uh, they never ever consulted. Um, what's his name? fucking original creator of that stuff he's in all the movies he does the cameos can't remember his name right now hmm you know what I'm talking about the guy who wrote like Marvel shit um it's really quiet in my house damn Marvel oh Fantastic Four I wish I could you do your shit no they'll do mine uh written by Stan Lee that's the guy really Uh, yeah Hmm. What? I like Stanley. He's great. I love yeah, Stanley's also another good guy. A great American. We're gonna have to do him. Crit. Yeah, obviously. Stanley. Yeah. Oh man, all the comic book shit. He'd... I met him. Really? Yeah, at Comic Con. I have a picture. Oh, of... Fuck. He's you lucky bitch. Yeah, I have a picture of me with him. But he, um, they never, they never talked to him about Fantastic Four, even though he was the original creator. Like he wrote out the original storyboards, and and like, um, he and Patrick Kirby were like the original. Marvel guys. Um, they never put the Marvel stamp on the movie. Uh, the people who own the rights to Fantastic Four right now yeah. should not own the rights for no, it. No. Fuck it's horrible. No. I found this great little article about Stephen King. So did you find what he says about the Dark Tower? Yeah, they came to him and they're like, hey, we want to make the Dark Tower movie. And basically he went, oh yeah, I forgot about it. I wrote those. Yeah, sure, whatever. Oh. He didn't even show it. He was like, yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want, man. Hmm. I didn't know people could just like come to you and be like, hey, we want to do this. Yeah. Damn. He said, you have to keep in mind that all of the books that I've written, the fans of the Dark Tower books are the most zealous, the most fervent fans, or fervent fans of all. Fervent? Yeah. But they make a small subgroup of people who read books like The Shining and Misery, that sort of thing. Hmm. They're an acquired taste. They're fantasy. So he didn't think that the Dark Tower would ever be made into a movie. He didn't even think about it. Probably. Which, I don't know how he... I guess it's really hard to translate. Cause well, it's what, such he, a, what he just said was, like, uh, there's a... The people that... Um, that love the... That, that yeah. kind of book just gobble it. But not a lot of people love it. I don't know. I don't know. There's some people who like Stephen King and read the book because of that. But there's some people who love Dark Tower, I'd, I'd assume. Me. And, like... <laughs> and just love that type of type of story. Oh, uh, I don't... I guess what he was trying to say in that is, like, there's not a big audience for it. Um, he was also saying, "Be careful how you write it." Is what, like, how you put it on? I guess he said it's going to be hard to please the audience. They also he in the book he's described Roland, the main character, is white, and he's often referred to as Honky Muffa all the time. So when they were like, "How do you feel that they chose to cast a black actor as Roland?" and he basically said, "Well, he wears a hat most of the time." So that's actually what he said. Yeah. He's, 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 he's he speaks so eloquently sometimes, and then the other, other times, times he's, he's like, like, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to take a shit. What do you want? <laughs> That's, oh, man. I want to get to that point. Like, if I were to ever choose a, a point that I could get to. I'm at that point now. I, I want to be it. <laughs> just fuck No, but, like, uh, on the other, like, having written stuff and um, being able to have people like, hey, you wrote some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's great, man. I love I'd, it. Like... I don't want to write stuff so I can get fucking rich and have hookers and blow and all that shit. But well, maybe not. La- maybe later. No, <laughs> I want to. I just want to share my stuff with with people. You know, 
I, I see. I don't have that urge. That's that's what differentiates us. Is I don't have the urge to be like, hear my story, understand. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, man. I like acting. Acting's great. Yeah, acting's so good. Acting's my my jam. It's my gig. Um, but right. back speaking of acting to uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, right, we, we started that. <laughs> we were like Shawshank Redemption. I forget. Um, <laughs> you missed so, it. I just watched it recently because it's something that you do in um, in for our school at least. We yeah. study it in uh, English thirty whatever final grade twelve year. Uh, it's the film that we do. Don't oh, yeah, exactly we, know. Oh, why. I don't think we could do the book. <laughs> There's a lot of racist shit in there. Uh, the book's not. It's not Navaletta though. It's not a big, big, no, big. It's way. not that big, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but a diff- as a film. Um, God damn, it's a good film. I haven't seen it in a long time. It is a really good. I don't even when remember I, the plot. When I watched it in um, in school, I was like super fucking hype. And then we watched it. Well, the, the fucking thing was that every like five minutes, our teacher paused it and she's like, "You could see in this scene that this fucking bullshit." And it's like, "No, that's not why." We'll and it to, pisses yeah, me off. I really want to watch it because I have any. I don't know the plot. It's I, on Netflix. So yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. Um, it's, it's rated, uh, IMDb. I trust IMDb for its reviews and stuff, because it's got the, the, like, movie rating. Have you seen Stand By Me? Uh, I think so. It is one of his best things he's ever done. Stand By Me is a really great movie. I haven't read the book, but the movie's amazing. I recommend it to every human. It's really good. He's just such a great, like, story writer. You know how It's kind of, like, about kids, like, coming to terms growing up? Yeah. It's basically it, but without the creepy clown. And they're just going to find a dead body. Oh, that's the one about the, the train and the dead body? Yeah. He wrote that? Yeah. Damn. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, um, that's, for the that's, longest That's time, how you can tell you're a good writer. Yeah. When you can write in completely different genres, and people are like, oh shit, he wrote that? Like, I didn't know. That, I didn't know Shawshank Redemption was written by him. I always thought Shawshank Redemption was like... Written by some mythical figure from the nth dimension. And then they were like, yeah, should, uh, Stephen King wrote Stashing the Redemption. Uh, interesting thing about that. There was an old woman met him in a laundromat once. Oh. And uh, she was like, you're one of them Stephen King kids, right? Who who writes all them horrors. And he's like, well, I don't exactly write just horror. And she's like, well, if you wrote something like Shawshank Redemption, I suppose you'd be okay for me. And he's like, I did write that. And she was like, oh, shit. And then just walks away. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love that Tom Kenny the guy who does uh, Spongebob Ice King that voice oh okay. he's been on a whole bunch of shit I met him at Comic Con one year he, he says uh, he's super happy to be a celebrity that you can't pick out in public oh yeah cause you see him at Comic Con you're like oh shit that's Tom Kenny but anywhere else you're like who's that dude yeah until he does the voice you don't even know exactly that kind of stuff is like that's kind of a I, blessing yeah, yeah. I so, want to be that level famous where everyone knows me, but I don't get, like, attacked on the street. <laughs> Same. Um, what was I saying about the, uh, fucking Shawshank? You're talking about Stand By Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck! <laughs> Just throw your phone in anger. <laughs> it's not... Um, the amount of... St- I was talking about it earlier, how, um... I just didn't know for the longest time he wrote so much stuff. Yeah. And, like, the stuff that I, I thought was influential. Because, like... I remember watching Shawshank Redemption, maybe, uh, it was before I saw it, uh, probably like 2007-ish, so like I was seven. Uh, I watched it, and I just remember 
like how great I thought the movie was. But I, I never knew it was written by Stephen King. Then I remember watching Stand By Me, uh, now that you said that one. Stand By Me is so good. I was like, oh, damn, this movie's great. I, like, the part where they climb over the fence and the fucking dog and that. Yeah. Oh, man. Sick of chopper, sick balls. Yeah. <laughs> sick balls. Um, didn't he do... Uh, what's that other one where they're, like, in the treehouse and they all do the... Is that Stand By Me? When they do, like, the palm cut thing and then they're like... That's it. No, no, in the treehouse. Is the treehouse one? The thing it might not be. Stand by me. Oh, you mean the gang tattoo thing? Maybe. Where he's carving the cobra into his arm? No, no. There's like, oh, I think it was Stand by Me, and they're like, we'll not talk about this ever again. And yeah. Like they cut their. It was kind of like a similar thing to it. He writes about that a lot. So. Um, not a lot. But yeah, I didn't know that was written by him. I didn't know it was was. Uh, because back when I was eight years old, I wasn't like, "Oh, wow, this is a this is a good movie written by oh yes Stephen King and, and directed by whatever." Like, Different childhoods we had. <laughs> I, I just watched the movie and I was like, "Oh, okay, sure." See, I'm the kind. You know, how do you watch a movie? What's your routine? You just I, I watch it and then fucking, what's your after thoughts? I, you just after go, the huh, credits. Cool. At the credits, I go boop. <laughs> See, I go. That's cool. What was he trying to say? Who's the director? What else has he done? I don't. I, like I get way too after I, I guess if I see a movie with someone else I'm like huh I understand what that was about I guess yeah. like it's not like I guess I, I don't I just watch a movie like, and I'm like well time for bed I watch <laughs> that's it not what movie. I was saying I was saying like <laughs> I don't come out and, and get curious about the writer or anything um, like after I saw Wonder Woman I remember uh, talking to Kelsey because I saw it with Kelsey Kelsey was like wow that was a really good movie and I was like yeah but the one thing that I found weird was like I talk about the stuff that I liked and I don't like I guess so I do like a critic review and uh, I found it really weird in Wonder Woman how <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I I told her it's it kind of seemed like towards the end it was directed by two different people. Turns out it was directed by two different people. Um, oh? There's two directors on set. And uh, one director wanted one thing and the other director didn't want that. They wanted like more. The one was more of a like a Michael Bay. And then the other one was Just like, explosions? Yeah. That's why the ending... Uh, uh, you've seen Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. That's why, like, fucking... If you've seen the Everything ending, you know what I mean. At the end. Yeah. That, that's not a spoiler. It's, fuck, like... I guess it is a spoiler, but... Everything explodes at the it end. It doesn't... You the whole earth shatters at the end. <laughs> no. No more Justice League. Lol, bye. <laughs> but I came out of the movie, and I was like, wow, it seems like there was two different directors. She was like, yeah, I, I got that. I And, uh... But I did, like... I the best I think it was the best scene I've ever seen in a movie probably best. the best <laughs> was um when they did that they were stuck in the trenches and um in Wonder they oh in Wonder Woman yeah yeah in Wonder Woman they were stuck in the trenches and um they like couldn't move ahead and she was trying to like not use her powers and whatnot but then she was like fuck it and she like gets up and runs oh, yeah. straight into the thing and then they all like follow her With that was fucking wristlets. yeah. I thought Wonder, that was fucking cool. Wonder Woman's pretty cool. Yeah. I love how... I think it was weird that they banned the movie in Iran. Did they? Yeah, because what? she's Iranian. And they're like, we can't have them showing a woman in a position of power. <laughs> well, we don't want these women to get the wrong idea that they're humans. Anyway, back to Stephen King. Um, and also back to Shawshank Redemption, because we keep getting farther away from Shawshank Redemption every time. Well, you... Yeah. Because, um... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to... You have nothing left to say. No, I don't. So, I'm trying to keep fueling my thoughts about this. Shawshank Redemption, I believe, is probably, like, my favorite movie. I haven't seen it so long, I don't even know the plot. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's just something about the movie where it's, like, 
it's it's so it's got this realistic hit to it um which is what some some plays like like if you can achieve the where it's like wow I, I feel like that could be that actually happened like that's a good uh, a good sign yeah uh, but some some things like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw death of a salesman under the bus because I fucking hate death of a salesman death of a salesman uh, basically it's just like unsaturated life yeah it's like why why would you read something that's just life but then it was then <laughs> Shawshank Redemption on the other hand is life in the prison so that's kind of interesting but it's in the prison and he um he, he shot like you don't really know at the beginning that he that, like what you see is him spoiler with alert a, a gun I'll, I'll not spoil anything I guess because I don't want to be a, a super spoiler unless you spoil Stephen King's life I guess <laughs> spoil <Whoops>. my life <laughs> you spoiled it um it's just such a good movie it's like it has so many twists in it that you don't really expect um, is Mr. Jangles in that one the little mouse is that no. Green Mile no that's that's Green Mile I think I haven't seen Green Mile either I just know like What's the? I, I'm pretty sure I've seen Green Mile. I just got John Coffey's. I'm sorry for what I did. Green. And then he, they go to kill him, and he's like, "Don't put on the hood. I'm scared of the dog." Oh shit! That movie. Yeah. Fuck with the Tom movie. Hanks and the. Yeah. That was written by. Ah, oh, fuck sakes. How did that? Damn. You're just. I'm so happy right now. Green Mile's great. Yeah, that's another good one. It's a great story. Good movie. Good. Ex- I think my dad kind of liked, um, like Stephen King. How could you not? I don't know. He, he was a kid born in the in the early or late seventies or early seventies seventy three. I don't fucking remember when my dad was born. My dad was born in seventy four, and he's forty years old. How old's your dad? Seventy three, probably. Just yeah. quick math. He was probably born in seventy one then. Maybe. Yeah. People who were born then were kind of like grungy and whatnot, so... <laughs> Kurt Cobain? Yeah. I wish I was born in the 70s. You got, like, David Bowie. Oh, man. You got one person? Yep. <laughs> David Bowie. So, as you can tell, uh, we like talking about people, so that's what we uh, ended up deciding after after a while, is that we just wanted to talk about people. Yeah. And um, now we have, even after this, we have uh, an extended list of, of who we're going to talk about next. Oh, yeah. But I think... What we're gonna do because uh, Eric Eric liked the idea of it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna do Leonardo da Vinci next. Yeah, probably da Vinci. Yeah, because I think we basically got up everything we can say about Stephen King right now. Yeah, Unless, yeah, I'm dry. <laughs> yeah, I love him to death, but I mean, I, that's it. He's, <laughs> he's a great, uh, fun, fun guy. I think he's still writing. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. he's working on right now. Uh, probably something you'll. I don't know. I'll read it. Whatever. He it said is. he's not going to stop writing until he fucking falls over. So. Oh yeah, I believe that. Yep. I don't see why not. He loves doing it. He says if you don't love writing, then you shouldn't be a writer. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a no shit. <laughs> but some people do that. Some people are like, I want to write so I can be famous, and then people will love me. Ugh, that's gross. Yeah. He talks about um, a lot of writers who shouldn't really be writers, I guess. Um, people who write like romance novels and just follow along like a cookie cutter storyline. Yeah, and they fucking and they get published and make money. He's like, you can big cowboy too. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna be a writer, don't do this. And he throws people under the bus too. There's a a Canadian writer he talks about. Some people need to be thrown under the bus because they're yeah. just like, what are they? 
<laughs> Making money. Yeah. I fucking hate people who are, like, I don't know what they call airheads. But, like, their their head gets so full of... Oh, yeah, they get high. They're like, everybody head. loves me. I'm We're so bigger than Jesus. Fantastic. Yeah, Beatles syndrome. And they're like, mm. Did Beatles have that? Probably. The, the, don't you know the story with them? No. The reason that they lost popularity is because one of, I think it was one of the singers said, We're bigger than Jesus. Damn. And then immediately okay. everyone was like, Fuck you. God, this is way better. I, <laughs> I liked his album. His acoustic <laughs> album? Way better than the Beatles. And the Beatles were like, Well, shit. That makes sense. And now I people, believe it. And then people don't like him as much after they said that. Because they're like, Fuck you. <laughs> bigger well, than God. I mean, when you go out on stage and there's a crowd of like. Just a million teenage girls just screaming so loud that you can't hear the own, the music. Oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> you mean every time I leave my house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A crowd of a million screaming girls. <laughs> How'd you all get in this one little clothes? <laughs> Socks are coming off. It's, it's getting late. Yeah. So uh, Leonardo da Vinci is what's going to hit you up. And Weird next. Al maybe soon? Yeah, we'll do another. Uh, I want to do Weird Al so bad. I love so, him. Uh, He's my boy. You, you'll have to you'll have to keep on your toes to figure out what we're doing. But we wanted to kick it off with someone who we uh, we both loved and we both sort of understood. Had yeah, yeah. Rather Next than... time we'll have like an actual program outline. Maybe, maybe definitely. Well, like, we're gonna talk about Da Vinci. I don't know shit. Well, like basically, I, th- I think what we got from this is that we're gonna go from like beginning of life to end, end, and then sort of like talk about what they did in between, jump around. We might have to our uh... favorite things. Maybe for like our hundred episode anniversary, we come back to Stephen Damn. King and like do it right. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because this was kind of just like a stumble through. Yeah, but uh, we can do a if you like night one like <laughs> if you liked our pilot, then uh, keep following us for more. We'll uh, please do. Yeah, we'd love we'd love to hear back from you guys. We're not gonna stop making them as you clearly you heard. Like it or not, we both love to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> so. um... You guys can can keep following us. Um, you can probably check us out on on our social media websites. Fa- I made we'll a have Facebook some sort page. Of, we've got a Facebook. Uh, we'll probably have like an Instagram and like a, a Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Post I don't know how to use Twitter, but I'll figure it out. I don't like Twitter, but I guess well, Every, everyone's on Twitter. I said it, so we can't take it back now. Ah, fuck you. Probably man. nothing's gonna be on Twitter. Hit so. us up on MySpace, webcams, uh. Roblox, Minecraft, <laughs> all your favorite uh, social networking sites. <laughs> But uh, probably Instagram and um, uh, Facebook. At, yeah, Facebook at definitely. Least. Facebook definitely. Yeah. Instagram most likely. Um, I don't know why though. I don't know why we would. You, you can also check out our, our website. Um, we have a website? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, by the time this airs, so spoiler alert, by the time this airs, we'll have a website. Wow. So um, I believe the name is going to be The Narratives. So www.thenarratives.ca. Yeah, that works. So, it, well, it works for Eric, so there you go. www.thenarratives.ca will have a website. That's Ooh. a way better name. And, um, I like that name so yeah. much more than the Blood Brothers. Not Blood Brothers. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, narrative's way better. Yeah. So. Damn. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that was that, on the spot, but good for you. No, that website won't just specifically be like us, either. It'll be, um, Kelsey's going to have some of her artwork up there. Oh, so yeah. So you can check that out. Um, my artwork's apparently shit, so I won't do that. Um, a single tear falls from sad Broden's eye. <laughs> and, um... He laughs to scoff away the sadness. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, some other stuff you can check out on our website. 
um, some like stories that I, I've written. I think will probably be up there. Depends on how. Um, I don't know how what what the like politics of. I'll draw a picture submitting. of your dick. I'll put it up there. No, you won't. Don't do it. Just one. No. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can follow us, uh, check us out there, and um, we'll also have a YouTube thing, if, okay. if you're watching it on, on YouTube. I mean, it's just easier to get this stuff out there. I guess. But then how do we know. do the video? Do we just, just have sort a, of like have a, a blank a camera screen? around here somewhere? A blank screen? I don't know. Yeah, that works. So, uh, that's where you can you can catch up with us, and um, you can leave us your... Your uh, suggestions, suggestions reviews, your hints, complaints, yeah. your phone number, uh, your, your news, your social insurance you number, a credit card number. Yeah. Uh, so, feel free to to hit us up on any of those uh, those uh, yeah. things uh, because our website has an email too. So, whatever the fuck you'll find that on the website. Mm-hmm. I don't know the politics of it right now, but you'll figure it out. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our pilot episode. Au revoir. Sayonara. C'est la vie. We'll talk no. about Da Vinci next. Check it out. Definitely Da Vinci, because oh, you wow. just said it. <laughs> Woo! There Goodbye. No take Bexies on the internet.